everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers! Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Tuesday. It is February 7th. My name is Jim, and as always, I'm joined by the one and only Eddie Geik. Eddie, good evening, sir. How are you? I'm doing very well. Uh, excellent. Especially after that Rangers victory. Glad to hear night. it. You want to see something cool? Let me show you something yeah, cool. Yeah, let's see something cool. Let me show you something cool. Let's welcome in. Let's see. How do we do now, There it is. There we are, live on Twitch, baby. There's wow. a town I know where the hipsters go called Bedrock. Twitch, Twitch. 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 <laughs> wow. Yes, so we're on Twitch. We are, what does this mean? I mean? Does this mean like the we game? Are, and we people? are in some like uh, 50th dimension there. If you look, that's one of those uh, wow. weird Twilight Zone things. But uh, we is are. Twitch is big with the video gamers and stuff. Twitch is is popular with gamers, and there's a lot of people on there that do different videos and things like that. And, and people have asked us in the past, "Are you guys ever going to be on Twitch?" I'm like, I don't know who the fucks on Twitch. Well, now we are. Yep, there we are. There we are. This Live re- on Twitch. Restream is just the gift that keeps on giving. It what a is. wonderful platform. And, and. And let's see if this is working. Let's see. Hold on. Let me see here. And we are currently broadcasting on Twitter, but you'd have to, you have to, I guess you have to go on Twitter and actually click play on our video, but we are there. 
you could you could watch us on the Twitter app, I suppose. Wow. And here, Joe Fortunato didn't even know we were doing a show. Right. <laughs> Are you <laughs> Are hey, you guys still on Blog Talk Radio? Yeah. Meanwhile, we we are uh, we're on all platforms, and we're still in existence. Sorry, Joe. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we're out performing, out doing uh, anything that we consider competition. Oh boy! Uh, Go ahead. There we are on Twitter. Oh, we're on the Twitter, the Twitter. Hey, there we are. Oh, I, I live on Twitter was... too. I hope Costa that... is here. We have. We have rescued him. He fell oh, down yeah, a well. Yeah. Well, well, Weezer fell down a well. Yeah. He got him back. Yeah, he's, he's got been... a new... Uh, he's got a new gig. Vocation, I think. Right. New uh, new job. Yeah, we're glad to see him back. Uh, we sent oh. up the flares to see if he would respond, and he shot a flare back my way. And Costa is actually watching us on Twitter, uh, Twitch, excuse me. He loves and he Twitch. is our first, he is our first follower on Twitch. If you look for us on Twitch, if you are so inclined, we are the blue shirt underground. We kept it simple. I don't think Costa's ever broken a, a coat rack. Samrock. I'm not sure. Now, if somebody in Twitch comments, it won't show in this comment. This is just for YouTube peeps, right? No, well, uh, well, in the in the studio, I can see all comments. I can oh, see okay. YouTube comments. I can see here. This is this is from Costa on Twitch. If you see, he's got oh, the little Twitch, the Twitch wonderful. thing there. They, yeah, 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 yeah. what about so is, the, the Twitter, the Twitter? Well, I I don't I I don't think we'll see comments from them. Okay. Yeah, see, if I there's a there's a little arrow at the bottom and I can select if I want to select like if I just want to chat with only the people on Twitch or I can select that icon and mm-hmm. my my chat will only be read by anybody watching. I don't have that option for Twitter. So I guess you know, okay. if you're watching on Twitter, you can't really comment. You can you can I guess you could tweet us, but anyway, there all right, is, there well, we that's are. a good update. We're crossing all platforms and dimensions with our Ranger love. If if uh, if the tweet, if the uh, if the Twitch brings us in a couple of new people, then God bless it. God bless. God bless. Well, it's been. Uh, I gotta tell you, man, I was jonesing for a week. I didn't know what to do with myself. There's no football. There was no hockey. I started a lot of projects. I didn't finish them. I'm almost done with the open ice practice video, which has become more of a, a chore at this point than a labor of love. <laughs> it runs pretty long. It, it runs about six minutes long. I don't know if that's too long to, for broadcast. That is not too long. Because people have short attention spans nowadays. You know, do they want to yeah, see well, me I mean, comment on every Ranger that they show on the board? I mean, I think it's funny, but I don't know if funny anybody else is going to think it's funny. If you think it's funny, chances are most of this group is going to find it funny. Okay. Uh, you think six, six minutes is fine? Oh, also, from, the, here, from the expert. There it is. Yeah. Six minutes is fine. The man who... It's enough. Six minutes... Uh, 
from the man who really needs an editor. <laughs> Six minutes. Okay, <laughs> thank you. All right. <clears throat> that's true. I mean, you get to anyway. So that that'll I promise that'll be in the can, so to speak, next week. All right. I just gonna there's also a Vinny Vasilino who's known around here, makes an appearance, and then there's a flashback to the Tavares uh party where you first met Vinny uh, at yes. his draft party. What a yes. dump. Holy crow. All right, so enough of this I've, uh video I've, and I've, what we got, technical stuff. Vinny Vasilino, one of the all-time greats. I've broken bread with Vinny Vasilino. Vinny Vasilino is a great guy. He's astonished that anybody even remembers his name. Uh, but uh, I don't know. So he also did that that clip that we used to play on Blog Talk Radio where he was like, oh, Marty. Marty. Vinny. I had to say, Vinny, he seems to uh, he kind of he seems to wither when he's put on the spot. Uh, I tried to get him Does to he? open up on the last show and uh, when I did the video, and he really didn't have much to say. So I think he's, he's a quiet type. He's not like us, like, you know. All right. So uh, where you want to start? I mean, you're my guide, well, as I say. Well, I mean, we're going to talk about the All-Star game in a few minutes. Joe Catroni is going to join us, and he was there for everything. So he's going to come on and give us a complete probing of the weekend, if you will, a, a complete report. Probing. He was all up and through the whole place. He saw it all, and uh, and he's going to be here very, very shortly to talk about all of it. So we can start with last night's game, which had something for everyone. Oh, my. Oh, Joe. Uh, <laughs> uh Yes, I. Uh, uh, this game was what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. It reminded me, harkened me back to the good old 1990s, early 1990s, 80s, 70s stuff that we used to see. Days when, of yore. The days of yore when even when it wasn't a divisional rivalry, hijinks would ensue. Excitement would ensue. Goals would ensue. Everything would ensue, including uh, including some stuff that gave you big agita moments in the game uh, by the Rangers. But um, it was an exciting game. Everybody's calling it the hockey game of the year. Not just Ranger fans. All around the league, I'm hearing. This might be the game of the year. Why? Game of the year, huh? Why? There was some good scoring chances. Uh, there was some physicality. We almost had a line brawl. This is what the people want to see, Bettman. Right. They don't want to see this this hooky faluki game you got going. That's why it, it, it why you think viewership's down. The product sucks. You made all these rule changes and nobody's watching the games. You right. did it all to get viewership up and nobody's watching. <laughs> am I am I wrong? I won't disagree with you. Whether you like it I or won't. not, it's just not working. 
And this kind of hockey you put on a national broadcast, your ratings will go through the roof. Right. You're not going to see this in any other sport where a player takes it in his own hands. Now, regardless, I think it's stupid that you got to fight anybody who delivers a check nowadays. But there isn't a code of honor in hockey to stick up for your teammates. Does that does that is that in any other sport? Football, what do you grab a face mask? They don't care about the football. If you go after the quarterback, you're gonna you're you're gonna yeah, well, because you know. he's the whole game. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. So, I mean, there are you know, that's not about yeah. honor. That's about winning. It's not about honor. <laughs> There's a code of honor, like in the days of yesterday, King Arthur honor. <laughs> So anyway, I'm all about that. The code. I, I was glad to to not only see the two big hits that from Truba that were textbook legal hits, and we're gonna sh- we're gonna show them to you in a couple uh, at some point in the show. We got a we got a little about a four minute clip to watch. What's up, Frankie? Good to see you. Uh, textbook hits. And and it, I like the fact he has to somebody jumps on him. You want to want to throw down? Fine, he'll throw down. He kicked the shit out of both guys that wanted to throw down with him, and then they got penalties. They got power plays out of both of it. So I like seeing the referees make the right call on both of those plays. And just when I'm sitting there, just when I'm sitting there thinking, boy, this has been a well-officiated game. This officiating crew is really on it. Then along comes Frangipiani, whatever his name is, with that kicked-in goal. I don't care what you tell me. That puck was kicked. That's out of his hands, though. Donald Sutherland there, or Kelly Sutherland, whatever his name is. They went to Toronto. You know what happens in Toronto? Screw time. Yeah, but still... It's all part of the officiating crew. It's all. It's all part of the. It's all part of the the regulating of the game. They, they, they're all part of the crew. It's all about how the how the game is officiated, whether it's Toronto or on the ice. Uh, you it's said all part, it's all of, the part of the whole conglomerate. That all. They're well, all they in the, the same. Check. They called the check legals twice, but then they they, they get this thing. It, it was ridiculous. Even Micheletti saw it. You don't see nothing. Right. He's oblivious. I stupidest mean, man on TV, by the way. Stupidest. Nah, worst. I, I disagree. Worst. I'm not the stupidest the man on TV. The other the guy, his partner is just fucking, just retire. Well, his, his partner, Sam didn't even, Sam goes, oh, it's Will Cooley's first fight. He fought in that last game. I know it's Sam been a week, all but, about it. yeah, I mean, he forgot everything he learned. And, and then Joe told him, and he sounded surprised, like he had no memory really? of it. Really? Are you trying to fool me? <laughs> Oh, you got to get up pretty early in the morning to fool old Sammy. Oh, God. And then he, he, he oh, that what a quick review that was. No, the guy was going, the referee was going to the ice to say we're going to review. To see if it's a kicking motion. Joey uh, Wagner, to answer John Riggs, Joey Wagner has not responded to comments for his, uh, when his Jacob Truba is a goon video is coming. I mean, when is this guy going to stop gooning it up? Hi, girlfriend. When is he going to stop gooning it up? I mean, how many times is this going to happen? Hello, Frisco. 
this is what happens when you have George Peros in charge of your pe- your penalties and uh, whatever. Take a seat. Your penguins are done too, Joey. Here, live stream this. Me giving you the fucking finger, Joey <laughs> Wagner. Fucking knucklehead. All right. Uh, he is live now, live streaming the Pittsburgh, uh, Colorado game. Oh, God. <laughs> Unbelievable. The guy's live. He's one of these people that just sits. He is on YouTube endlessly. Endlessly. I mean, this is absent. Yeah. All right. Enough. Him. Let's get back to this glorious game. Oh my no. God, he's doing he's doing play by play, Joe uh, Eddie. Oh God, no! I, I don't even still, want to live looking. I can't stand. I can't stand these other podcasts. The fucking instigator is, is is the biggest piece of trash on the fucking on the web today. Fucking Paulie was eating peanuts and yawning while Katsi was talking. <laughs> I talk about giving up. We will we will go to okay now here's the thing I don't I didn't subscribe to his channel so you can't comment on his on his uh no, no I want to stay with this show I don't want to well I, wanna... I, I no, no, no but they're they're all in the chat they're, they're like let's get them on get them on so let me just explain you have to subscribe for five minutes before you can chat in his little group chat there to to stop people from doing exactly what we want to do. Which totally is subscribe, tell him he sucks and his team sucks and that he's a clown and that Jacob Truba would elbow him into next Thursday and then leave. Yeah. How many wins the last Stanley Cup you won? <laughs> yeah. How many fucking seven game series you can lose to the Rangers, you fucking choke artist penguins? We'll we'll get him later. All right. All right. Enough with Joe. We'll check Wagner. in on him. Lyle Wagner's son. <laughs> All right. So I mean, this game again, I, I, I don't want to flow towards the announcers, but you know, Rosen, just shut up. You know in third the the Flames haven't come back to win a game going into the third period all year. Oh, 11 and one. This fucker has been broadcasting since he <laughs> since 1983. He since doesn't know. Atlanta. He doesn't know. Don't jinx the team. Is he one of these guys like, oh, uh, it doesn't affect what? No. I think he knows that he's still saying it. Knows. <laughs> N O S E, by the way. <laughs> I mean, he, <laughs> even if it doesn't happen, why say it? Right. Just don't say it. Do me a favor. Do me and Frankie and you and all our hearts a favor. Right. To quell my anxiety, just don't say it, you fucking mush. Get out. <laughs> it's, just, it's a joke that's you know what that is that's a guy who never played sports right. he was probably taking like uh, recorder lessons instead of playing <laughs> sports as a kid because you know a real sports fan would never mush a team like that right 
You know what he needs? Somebody needs to threaten his life. Oh, like, hey, asshole. I had five grand on that game, and then you say that? Well, that would be Sean McCaff. He bets every game. Yeah. He's 95 years old. You want to threaten his life? Just to scare him. Not he's really hundreds and hundreds of years old. But because he's he's giving me Ajita, because I know this. You know, like you have a friend, maybe during your life, who's a total dumbass, and he's just a mush. He's a cooler. Anytime he comes around you, things go fucking sideways. Right. It's just a black that, cloud. Right. That's how I think of Sam. Nothing good's going to come out of his mouth during a game. <laughs> he's he's weirdly gruesome. Nothing I'm going to be interested in is ever going to come out of their mouths. He's weirdly gruesome. And his <laughs> hair last night was... <laughs> so, so anyway, back to this kicked-in bullshit goal. Terrible. So, the goal, so, so the, the puck goes in. And out of games tied at three. And you just know, you just know the other skate's going to drop. And sure enough, two minutes later, they score again. And now we're down four to three. And now all of a sudden, this becomes, in my mind, this becomes a game they have to win. They cannot let this game, they have to find a way of Sam Schleprock. <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. That's a good one. Good Flintstones reference. Uh, this becomes a game they have to win because I'm thinking... You've got two goals by Hedl. You've got the Truba hits. You've got the fights. You've got the... This can't be a game that is only remembered because there was a bad call on a kicked-in goal, and then we lose. So when when uh, when Zabinijad tied it, uh, they could have heard me down the street. And when Lafreniere won it in overtime, I think they heard me in the next town. Oh, yeah. No, I was... I, I was I was hoping they would tie it up after that. Well, then, then they would, they went down. And then I'm like, and just like you, this game cannot be remembered on this. Right. Trooper trained, you know. And, but we lost the game on a kicked-in goal and bullshit. And, and I, I didn't even mind that they were going to tie it and go to yet another overtime, which I have had enough of these extra sessions. I mean, I think we all have. It doesn't end well most times. Well, then uh, oh, then I found out Calgary was as bad as we were in the extra session. I don't, I don't mind going to overtime so much against a Western Conference team because we're not, we're not giving them another right. There's no trade that can hurt us down the road. You know, like the Devils game that they went to, uh, or or even the Toronto game that they went in overtime. You know, that makes a big deal when you when you blow those leads and you give them a point. Because you're not really gaining anything on the uh, 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 divisional foe or conference foe, whatever. Right. Uh, So, yeah, there was some justification. I really thought I didn't get a good angle on. The the uh the, I think it was the Truba's first hit on uh, Dubé Christian Dubé son. Oh, was it Dubé oh. hit the first time? Yeah, oh, I didn't Joe, see. we got an angle, Joe. Well, they they we should. Yeah, well, you know, the the one where he obliterated Kadri was my favorite because the helmet just fucking flew off. 
And Kadri got right back up. Not like he's lying on the ice like, uh, you know. And then, of course, there's got to be, uh, you know, then Dubé's got to fight. He got his ass handed to him. And uh, so Jen, Jen just sent me a screenshot of a tweet from Eric Francis. I'm not sure who he is, but Emil Francis Kadri, but I don't think so. Kadri, okay. when asked what he thought of the violent hit by Truba that knocked off his helmet, good hit. I took it like a man. I got right back up, dusted That's myself right. off, and away you go. That's right. Said. Thank you, honey. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> she said, honey, check your text quick. And Sean said, are you talking to Jim or Cutter? <laughs> <laughs> you want to yeah. watch the hits? And then Joe should be able yeah, to let's watch it. Hey, visuals. Let's uh, like the visuals. Backer gets to it to Benajet on him. And as they say, he had to shoot around a stick. That's why he put the puck way to the outside oh, before oh, taking the shot. Hang on. How do I, how do I, how do I, how do I, how do I? Oh, there like that? There we go. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I, what I like. Panarin went behind the back. Centers, and it's taken away by Coleman. Oh, good old nice hit by oh. Truba. On Dubé, and then Truba gets challenged by Tannen. Now, in my book, Tannen's got to get extra. Trouble with a clean floor. hit, and he's challenged with a fight by Tanev. But Sam, we don't see that very often. Oh, where they give the extra, yeah. unless the player has already dropped his gloves. Wrong. And Wrong again, Joe. Wrong again, Joe. Tanev, who is important to this team, he's just back in the lineup. But it just How is that guy important hit. to the team? We've seen it so many times. Dubé getting hit. Just a good, solid, clean hit. And then here comes Tannen. And Jacob Trudeau is, always defends himself and does it well. All right, we'll see what the calls are right. Our mate, Kelly Sutherland, veteran All right. is here with Brandon Schrader. See, I'm with you. I mean, there's, what there should with be. That? Third there's man no question that, he used to get tossed. that the instigator or the, or the player that won right. the right. fight should get the instigator yeah. on this. And we haven't seen it posted yet whether that's the case, even though Coleman doesn't doesn't like something, so maybe they're, well, the Rangers are going to be on the power play. Lucic is going to the penalty box, so that this yeah. is being called correctly in my book. And so the Rangers get a power play. Lucic now going to say something to Truba. Lucic and Truba came together on a couple of shifts early in the period as well, so we'll watch for that. Rangers' first power play of the game brought to you by your Tri-State Volkswagen dealers. Position won the faceoff. Fox with room. He shoots. Save Markstrom. And he's got the puck. Real cool. Battle in front. Yeah, it wasn't a battle. Was he gets knocked cool down. And... <laughs> now he's getting an early NHL lesson from Kelly Sutherland, one of the referees. All right, get to the other hit. All right, off the faceoff. No. Cooley gets there. I mean, Cooley got really ranked. I mean, I mean, that was a nice play by Ruger. 
He's a tough kid. He's looked good in his first few games. No, he hasn't. Power play is over. Fox with the puck. Now Lindgren, he shoots. Saved by Markstrom. There's a rebound. Clear to slide by Zadorov. Cooley just missed it. He took a swipe at it. Just that's, couldn't get the ball missing stick it. on the puck. <laughs> gets knocked down. Fans like that. Now Sammy, upcoming. Sammy, Sammy Blay. Blay. And here comes Lucic. This fucking piece of shit. Zadorov. He gets no penalty. Wow, this. Wow, look at this. He is Zadorov. And now taking body shots, getting ragdolled. Stop talking about how great he is physically. Doesn't want to fight yet. And now Lucic and, and Sammy Blay. Sammy Blay gets pushed into the penalty box. Wow. This is really heated up. Oh, oh Joe. My thing is, I'm not, I'm not anti-Cooley, Jim. I'm just saying they're promoting him way too much the on the broadcast. That's all. on the headset. One of the, I believe it's Kelly Sutherland. Is Look at his the, convict. Well, that's the end of the, the maybe the I thought the other Trouba hit was on there, but I guess it's not. They probably right. edited it out because it was too violent. Maybe. See, I, I just want to clarify my Cooley uh, stance <laughs> here yeah, is clarify your Cooley. Yeah, I'm going to clarify my Cooley. I, I there's definitely there definitely could be something there, but they are pushing some crazy narrative. Oh, Cooley just missed. No, that means he missed. Right. I want to see production. I want to see, again, it's so early for this kid. I don't even want to see production. But just don't make him out to be something he's not. Uh, you know, come on. We're all smart here. We, he could be a good fourth line. I see some comments in the in the chat room about the playoffs. Yeah, let's uh, ma have him marinate for a while. And let's see. All right, how about oh, we change yeah. gears for a minute? Because Joe is here. We'll talk about the All Star ah. game, and we can get we can circle back to this uh, if uh, if we want to. You got Sound it, good? Toyota. Yeah, you got it, uh, Toyota. All right. Joey, Joey, Joey. Joey, 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 Joey. <laughs> J O E Y. The one and only Joe Catroni, ladies and gentlemen, joins us here on the show. <laughs> Good evening, Joe. How are you? What's up, fellas? With your own theme music, I might That's add. right. What's up, Ed? Hey, how are you? All right, bud. How you doing? By the way, Eddie, every time every time Philip Heedle scores now, I get a message from Joe that says, put Heedle in because of you. <laughs> well, listen, uh, he's having a good season. He's having a good season. I always say to myself, why is this third line good? And I don't know. Other than Zabinajad, nobody ever really scores. I don't know. The third line has the most chances every game, right? I mean, you know, it seems to me. But put Heedle in. All right. So let's uh, let's get to the All Star thing. Let me tell you, I'm not gonna not gonna spoil any. You know, I'm not gonna do any commentary. Uh, I was very into, as my wife is into, the mascots. And I, I know the mascot events were held off-site. Do you know where they were held, Joe? Yeah, actually, they weren't. They weren't um, held off-site. Uh, 
I think Wednesday night they had a, a mascot event down at the beach on the outdoor rink. They did. Yes. Uh, they did dodgeball. Yes. Yes. It's, it's on awesome. YouTube. You can see it. And, I've seen uh, it. Yeah. And, uh, and then um, they also musical chairs. Musical chairs. Yeah, we were there. Um, my wife and I were there Thursday, and then we went Friday with a couple of friends. Friday was like super hot. Like, like it hasn't been hot like that down here since oh man, maybe the summer. It felt like a summer day, and it, it was not a cloud in the sky pretty much. So when they were doing the mascots, they were doing it around. I think it was around eleven o'clock in the morning, and it felt like three o'clock in the oh. afternoon. And all that, uh, we, 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 I mean, the musical chairs, they were taking one mascot off at, at, at each time. I'm like, this is going to take an hour yeah. and a half. You know, I'm like, I'm not sitting in the stands, right? So we, we bailed, we bailed it after about 15, 20 minutes. So all I kept thinking about was, you know, God bless these people that have these mascot suits on. For, oh, they must have been dying. I mean, I would have been right. I've never had a mascot to pass out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what's in there if they have a lot of, uh, air. I don't know if they have built-in fans. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would assume they don't know what's in there. Yeah, right. I mean, like some of those mascots, there. It's not like 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 a big suit. It's pretty streamlined. So there's really not a lot of room to put anything in there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that. I, I don't know how the hell they do it. I mean, like gritty is like twice the size of some of them. Right. And I'm like, whereas like blades from the Bruins. Right, right. He's, he's the most old. He's right. Yeah, you could tell from the mascot the... talk, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, they they also did um, they also did a mascot game, hockey game. So, uh, and you could tell some of the guys that really have a lot of room in those suits, you know. And the guy on Boston is actually a really good skater. So yeah, he, he was, was good. good he was flying all over the place if you get to watch it. I mean, it's entertaining, right? I mean, I think I think it's it's fun. As long as yeah, it's I, fun. I mean, I don't. You know, I was telling somebody because they had um they had a uh, um upper deck had mascot cards, right? So um and at, at Fan Fest down at the beach. So there's only thirty mascots out of the thirty two. You know, and, uh, Detroit and the Rangers. And I'm like, I wouldn't even know what the hell the Rangers mascot would be. There's Evidently, a, it doesn't really make a difference because the Islanders have a dragon, right? Yes. Leftover from the... Like, well, we'll no say that to the end. I, I think uh, it should be like a cowboy-themed guy. Uh, <laughs> I, when we get Niles, the old... I don't yeah, know. but that was like... That's like, you know, that's like almost 100 years ago, like where they got our, our team name from. I know, I know. You know. And we're not the only organization to have a team that really has nothing to do with you know, I mean, between team names and team colors, how they originated, it's it's mind-boggling, you know. Oh, so I, I don't know which way they would go, but I don't really care because I don't really care that they don't have a mascot, to be honest with you. Dance and Larry's our mascot. Dance That's right. Maybe it's maybe the Statue now. of Liberty. I don't know. I don't you know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Statue of Liberty, not bad. All right. So talk about what, what went on in the AA. Yeah. Tell me about all the festivities. Yeah, so Jim, Jim is just shaking his head at me and you bonding over mascots. Well, listen, no, no, I, I just think that I just think that it's it, yeah, it, it's it's funny. That's all. Yeah, they they did that. But this is what the did, NHL uh, comes up with. They did some of this stuff like in Vegas last year as well. It's called a mascot showdown or something like that. They they marketed as anyway. So I mean, I've always loved the All Star Game. Always since. I've been watching. So you're the one that's only left that enjoys the All-Star. Pretty much. 
So I, I always watched them. I always recorded them, sports channel. But back then, they were a little different. And so I've been to several of them. I've been fortunate. This one really stood out as a made-for-TV event. And it was the skills competition on Friday night was super drawn out. It was like a three-and-a-half-hour event in arena. And so what they were doing, which was really odd, was that they were starting a competition, such as Fastest Skater, and then they were stopping it and then going back to it later in the night, which made no sense to anybody talking about it around the arena. And they didn't really make that many attempts to kind of consolidate things in terms of time. So, like, the Fastest Skater used to be where – both players would start at opposite ends of the red line going in the same direction, right? So that they don't hit each other and race, which is more dramatic than just waiting for the guy to cross the line and figuring and looking at what time he finishes. Right. right. So that was drawn out. Um, the, 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 the stupid stuff, like the, the little bits that they did, like Mitch Marner was terrible, terrible. Awful. And, you know, the Awful. whole uh, Happy Gilmore, that was a, it was just terrible. Awful. And, and it's really, if you think it's awful on TV, you, you can only imagine sitting in a giant arena watching this <laughs> going, what are they doing? This is like Barnum and Bailey Circus going on. Like, you don't know what's going on. It was made for cable public <laughs> access TV event. <laughs> really? No kidding. Because I was watching, I watched the entire thing. Yeah. I just like I like the skills comedy. Call me and plus there was no hockey. There was nothing going on. So yeah. I'm watching this, and when they, like you were talking, they would go from like a live event and stop it, like you said, and then they would go to a pre-taped event. Yeah, and they early on they had a lot of problems technically. Like I was hearing people talking in the background, like uh, "Oh shit, this happened again!" Like people in the truck. Like they, they were, yeah. that right. was entertaining me more than anything. Right. Was these people going, ah, I fucked this up again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, it was, you know, it was really crazy the fact that, like, in the arena, and you probably got a glimpse of it on the ice on the telecast, but they had these, like, um, they had like these, these giant things they'd wheel out on the ice that were digital boards that used to, that had graphics and they had the logos for each of the events. And so when they ended an event, they had to move all of that out of there and then move on the other stuff. And so obviously they were doing that during commercial break. Uh, You know, they they uh, uh, they filmed when Susan and I were down there Thursday. We got down there first thing in the morning and we said, well, let's just go down there. Let's beat the crowds. It's going to get warm. So we were there. It opened up at 10 a uh, 10 a.m. No, uh, 12 o'clock. So we got there and. we got in, you know, we, we did what we had to do. We, we actually got to meet a lot of some of the players, which was really cool. But that day they they filmed the the event that I thought was the best for TV, which was the one of them shooting at the surfboards, knocking them down in the dunk tank. Yes. So I thought that was the most entertaining of, of anything. And yes. that was recorded at the rink on, right on the beach in the – the backdrop was killer because it was down at Fort Lauderdale uh, Park, which how if anybody far, knows. Yeah. How far is the rink from the beach? Okay, so they play in Sunrise, which is essentially as west as you can get, west Fort Lauderdale. Okay. 
So it's like right on the Sawgrass Expressway, which is out in the Sawgrass. Okay. Um, it, the Everglades. The, the arena is is literally on the border of the Everglades. Right. Right on. Wow. The, I mean, you got the Everglades. You have the Sawgrass Expressway. You have the arena. Right. That's how it is. So if you go all the way east, you'll hit Fort Lauderdale Beach. So that's the best way I could describe it. So all in all, if you get from the beach to the arena, twenty five minutes. You know, you got to you grab ninety five, you 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 or whatever, and then five ninety five takes you west all the way west to the arena and you get off and and you're at the arena but it's by by no means is it like 12 minutes 10 minutes from the beach not not it's at all. not close not close so it's a not it's close. in a completely different town called sunrise is where the arena is the event was uh the fan fest was uh which was called beach festival that was right on fort lauderdale beach so if anybody's familiar with fort lauderdale beach or even going back to the old days of the strip the strip basically started at the Elbow Room, which is on um, uh, Las Olas Boulevard, and then north. The Fan Fest was four blocks south of that, right across the street from like a big marina. And a uh, really nice setting. Uh, the rink where the rink was, which was uh, which was constructed for the entire Fan Fest weekend, was a killer backdrop. Because it was right on the beach. Yeah, it looked nice. It reminded me of the old superstars. You remember the superstars? Yeah. We used to have right. that. Yeah. Right. You know, they yeah. do stuff on the beach. The Battle of the Network Stars. Battle of the Network Stars, too, right. they used to do. Yeah. But here's my problem with some of these events. The uh, the Tendi Tandem, whatever that was. Terrible. Why did they have freaking Igor Shesterkin, who they were talking about, being the best puck handler, not be the puck handler with his partner. Yeah, we were blown away. We were like, yeah, are you kidding me? I watched I watched the events. I watched everything on Sportsnet from Canada, and they did this whole buildup about Igor shooting the puck, and they showed the near miss of the goal from just a couple of nights before that, right. and they built the whole thing up like you're going to watch him shoot the puck. And then he yeah. doesn't. He's just he's just sitting there. I'm like, and, and, oh, and you know, they've tough. had they've had goaltending events in the past where they were actually very entertaining. Like they had they had uh, they had one guy at center ice coming in on a breakaway. It was like a breakaway relay, yeah, which I'm was entertaining that. because it was nonstop. It was on one goalie, then the east went, then the west went, then the east went, and they had like whatever fifteen shooters. And this that thing was terrible and. Soros was horrible. He hit one, I think. He was he was one. really bad. I really mean, I know a lot bad. of people did not watch this, but me and yeah. Joe and yeah. I think Jim, you must have watched some of it. I I watched most of it. Yeah, most of it. And then I mean, it, was, it was a Friday night. You know, there's. I mean, if you're out, maybe you catch it in the bar. You're not really paying attention to it. But well, I happen yeah. to have tickets to the weekend, so we went. Right. No. Then at the beach, right. Fox and Chesterkin make the finals, right? Yeah. They're going against Kale McCaw and what is it, McKinnon? Yeah. I think it was McKinnon. Uh, Ranton. Ranton. No, no. Ranton. McKinnon. Yeah. I think it was McKinnon and McCaw in the final. I think it was Ranton now that I Okay. Yeah. Ranton was the first shooter. Why is Chesterkin shing in the final now on the beach where, Uh, what is it? How many people down watching that? Yeah, uh, they were there. Yeah, they, so they had like uh, they had some some bleachers, the width of the rink, um, maybe ten rows deep, and then on each side of the rink behind the goal, 
it was about another 10. Uh, I mean, there was maybe, yeah, maybe two, 300 people. Again, why is it he doing this on TV shooting? Right. Why is he yeah. talking, hitting a surfboard on yeah. the fucking beach? Nobody cares. And, and he was pretty damn good at it. He hit a few. He did really he did. well. Yeah. I think he I think hit he four hit of, the three of the five or four of the five. I think it was four. Yeah. I think he hit the last one just as he ran out of time. Yeah. And Fox did really well. He was starting to get, he was starting to miss a few and then he got hot and all of a sudden, he, you know, he, it took him one shot to hit the bullseye. And so, um, he, and he was the very first guy uh, to start that event. It was really cool because we, there was a, a podium between the two uh, uh, bleachers. And when we got there, there was about 10 minutes before they brought the players out. And we were kind of wedged next to the podium of where the cameramen were. And we just happened to be right there where the players came through. Oh, that's so, cool. Here comes Seth Sturkin, Fox, Crosby, Rantanen, McKinnon. Um, it was it was cool. It was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and they were really good with the crowd and everything. Uh Kevin Weeks was there. Uh PK Subban was there. Oh God. Yeah. He's terrible as a yeah. host. He's not funny. Nobody's funny on that broadcast. Yeah. No one has a sense of humor. Yeah. It's all very forced. It is. It's very forced. It's forced humor. It's I mean the the whole thing with Sydney, Sid and Ovi, you know, like signing the, the 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 you know signing it and the jersey. I was like, man, this is brutal. It's got to be making brutal television. You know? Oh, it wasn't. And Ovi's kids got to get yeah. out there, yeah, yeah. and he and, wins and, and, the contest because uh, those those judges. I didn't never heard of any one of these people. Uh, none of them. I never heard none of any of them. At least last year we got John Ham. Right. Right. Got he was the Draper. only guy I knew then, too. <laughs> I think the judges were Costa, Cutsy. Yeah. The only thing that I said that I liked about, the, about what they did with the, with the surfboard competition was at least, the, at least the fans were able to get kind of up close to it and enjoy it. They did this last year in Vegas with the cards that they were shooting the slap shots at. Yeah, it was yeah. in the middle of the strip. The fans couldn't right. get anywhere near it. Yeah, because they and shut then they down did the, the accuracy that. contest. They did the accuracy contest out in the middle of the lake at the fountains at the Bellagio. The, the, the Bellagio, fans right. couldn't get anywhere near it. Yeah, right. yeah, and, so, and the, 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 the last at year least they, it was that they they sectioned off. They closed off the strip for those you know for that. So the they, golfing thing. Yeah, yeah the that the players crazy. were the players. Were pretty accessible. They had a red carpet event. We weren't there for that because we headed over towards sunrise. But a uh, red carpet event was Friday afternoon um, at Fan Fest. And, you know, people were lining up in the morning along the red carpet. Um, that park at Fort Lauderdale, the good thing about it was it had some shade, which was good. Because, like I said, Friday was really hot. But Thursday was they – sh they were shooting – they were filming the – you know the, the the surfboard, the splash thing, and then evidently they filmed also the golf course segment. Uh, I don't know which golf course it was, but uh, yeah, I you know I I when I when we sat down in the arena Friday night for the skills competition, uh, not on the player's side, but on the penalty box side, um, there were like three or four sections that were almost empty, and it was a and it was seven o'clock. 10 after 7, 7, 15. Like, where are these people? And I was thinking, you know what? These must have been blocked off for NHL, for, uh, you know, for uh, 
for uh, sponsors, for uh, family, okay. stuff like that. And eventually it filled up, but I'm sure on social media they got beat up for that, uh, talking about a, an empty arena and everything. And it wasn't oh, yeah. empty. It was some of those sections in the beginning were really empty. And then it filled. You got you got Joe, you got to tell Eddie the story about the merchandise tent, how far it was, yeah, yeah. and what was go- yeah. and what was going on in there. Yeah. So so the merchandise. Eddie will love this. Yeah. So the merchandise tent was four blocks north of the beach, which is where the festival. Four blocks. Was. Four blocks. And I ironically, I parked down a side street, like right off that, right off Las Olas Boulevard, which is where they put the merchandise tent. And I and we walk into the merchandise tent. And they say, oh, we don't, we don't open a one. I said, all right, no problem. So we came back. You walk in that merchandise tent. Now, for, Thursday was like 81 degrees, 82 degrees. What, that merchandise tent was like walking into a massive sauna. No fans, right? People that worked there, there were 10, 12 people, 15 people that worked there, all standing there for probably eight hours in this sweat box oh. that when you got out of the tent, into 82 degree heat, you felt like everything. Yeah, it was nuts, right? Oh my so, God. and I'm sitting. So when I got down to the beach where the fan fest was, I was like, okay, they could have put this thing, this tent, smack in the middle of fan fest. There's no question. Because they that park was big enough to house multiple, multiple tents. And I was saying to myself, this is the NHL. This is the garage league that I always call a garage league because of decisions like this why would you i can't tell you how many people stopped me on friday because i i bought a an all-star t-shirt the day before and they kept saying oh where'd you buy that where'd you buy that <laughs> there's nowhere to buy merchandise at fan fest none it's it's like having that would be like having all the having the skills competition in Times square and a merchandise tent is at slatteries yeah you're right yeah it's like what are you doing like you're assuming people are gonna want to walk up four or five yeah, blocks up A1A. I'd be renting a Segway. Four or five <laughs> blocks is out of my range. And, and wait, that this is the kicker. The next day when we went Friday and we we got there early because it start uh, fan fest opened at 10 a.m. So we went, we took a picture with the cop, we waited like three minutes. You know, that's not a picture, good picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we got to meet some of the we we ran into like I took a picture with Mike Rupp, I met him. We met PK Subban. I met uh, we met Hillary Knight, um, Kevin Weeks. Anyway, so you know Who was we, the had, nice we got out of those guys. I have to know. I tell you what, they all were nice. Rupper all was nice. awesome. Uh, he I, he he was with his son. Um, he introduced me to son. I introduced him to Susan. Um, you know, we we were just chatting for a couple of minutes. PK sat and chat with chatted with us for about ten minutes. He was telling me about. He was telling us when he learned about being traded in Nashville because oh. he got traded in the summer one on one for one for Shea Weber. And and uh, I told him the classic story of Phil Esposito of when he was told he was traded to the Rangers. And he says, if, you know, the classic story of Espo saying, if you, you've been traded, Espo, and he says, if you say the Rangers, I'm jumping out of that window. And the guy <laughs> says to the other guy, you better open the window. <laughs> and uh you know it, we were just kind of ex- we were just talking about hockey we we you know we both lived in Nashville did you slew foot him yeah no I didn't uh, uh, it was great I would not talk yeah. I still bear yeah, I know malice <laughs> towards PK Subban yeah. I would not speak to him Jim yeah. how, how about you uh, 
I I wouldn't have spoke to him. Yeah, I mean, oh! I, I, to be honest with you, I completely forgot about that. I we, we were just kind of I talking had. with him. We were talking and shooting. Plus, the all the times he taunted the Ranger fans on Twitter when they when the Devils would oh, beat them. Oh, see, Jim never forgets. Jim's oh. got you know he's a grudge holder. Oh, oh, oh I should woo him. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were they were all nice. Hillary Knight, we sat uh, and talked for about 10, 15 minutes. She was uh, she was at the EA Sports tent, and uh, yeah, so it was good. I mean, we had a good time, and you know, you get there early. You know, there was a lot going on. I met Keith Kachuk as well, and uh, I, I was telling my wife, I said, "Watch, watch what I'm going to call him." I said, "Hey, Walt, can I get a picture with you?" He says, oh, yeah, sure. I turn to my wife. I go, there's about three people in this whole joint that knows that that's no, his name. There's not, maybe I, I not was one even. of them, though. Yeah, right. Sent, I was one of them. Sent so he, the says, yeah, sure, he, sure. he sent me the picture, and all it said was Walt, and I knew right away <laughs> what it <he> meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a, he was a good guy. He was a good. He was out there uh, Friday with his son. I like his uh, sons. His sons were having a lot yeah, of fun at that, yeah, uh, that event. Yeah, good you players. Know, but really the, the comedy, NHL and comedy just don't mix. No, they, they are stop. very foreign. Yeah, they don't they don't go well together. There's not many people who can do the comedy and make it flow. You know, it's yeah. just, but, it, it just yeah. all feels so forced and uncomfortable. Yeah, I thought Canadians were funny. They're hokey, <laughs> you funny. know, SCTV and all that stuff. And <laughs> but you know, hokey funny. I mean, you know, as a whole, as a weekend, I went to the one in New York in '94 and. Unless I'm mistaken, I can't remember that there was a fan fest. Um, I, I remember only having tickets to the skills, I think, on Saturday night. And then Sunday afternoon was the was the All-Star game. In 99, when I went in Tampa, that was Gretzky's last one. There was some sort of fan fest. So, you know, they are what they are. Uh, I thought maybe being down here uh, and it being a little warm – not that they could have predicted the weather, but it probably would have been better if Bless they you. outdoors. Thank you. Plus, but having it on the beach and being there, it was an awesome view. Like it was pretty cool setting. Every back, oh, the whole backdrop was the ocean, and uh, you know it was it was neat. You know, um, they had uh, they had a bunch of stuff, but really it wasn't too much where you had to spend five six hours there. You could have spent about three hours, two hours, and you were pretty much done seeing everything. But before okay. we before we let you go, tell them the story about the shirts, about the 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 t-shirts with the names on the back. Oh yeah, so 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 in the mar in the in the merchandise tent, like I said, we went there Thursday when they first opened. By Friday, half the inventory was gone, hats, this that, and they weren't replenished. It was like walking into a tent where they were on the last day of a garage yeah. sale, and they were just going out of business to, sale. Yeah, they, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. It was like right. going to a fireworks tent on July 6th. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so we go over to Sunrise. Doors open for the All-Star, the skills competition Friday night uh, by 5 o'clock. We get in. We go into the pro shop. They got four players' T-shirts. That's it. The, the T-shirts had either West or East, the, comp, the logo. They okay. had David, Ovechkin, Barkov, and Kachuk. Right? So I'm like, okay. Now, the Panthers Pro Shop, okay, is a pretty sizable shop. Now, instead of the dopes taking all the Panthers stuff that you can get every game at a a home game off the shelves and load it with nothing but all-star stuff, no, they don't do that. So 
everyone's in the middle section of this 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 store where all the all-star stuff is. And I'm looking, I'm looking for t-shirts for Fox, for Manchester, none. We go outside the store and they have this little table set up, two tables. One lady taking your order for a custom t-shirt of any player you want, right? Same t-shirt, but then now there's another lady at a table with one heat press machine cracking. Oh, come on. Um, I yeah. swear to God. She's getting the order form and the, and the the T-shirt, she's going getting the overlay, and she's cranking them. And meanwhile, there's a backup. Like Two hundred degrees out. They put this old no, lady no, no. in there. It wasn't. It wasn't outside. It was inside the arena. Oh, it was inside. But, All right. But like you know, the, it it doesn't it, it doesn't even say like you know. It's like flea market. It, it didn't even say like, I mean, you know, custom, like yeah. It was retarded. The league's a hundred years old. It's one of their premier events. They run it like a yeah. Chinese laundry. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's it's a joke. And, and they were running out of T-shirts. <laughs> So what they had is what they had. And my wife waited online. She got an Adam Fox T-shirt. She must have been waiting online by the time she got to the order form lady to the time she got the T-shirt from the, the heat press lady. Was Why about 45 is there an order form? Yeah. I want a large jersey, put Fox on it. Right. Bam. This is what I'm saying. I've run, I run lemonade stands more efficient than this thing was. It was unbelievable. And you had to present three forms of idea, I heard. And, 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 and let me ask you a question. When you go and buy something like at a, as a show or whatever, at a store, after you look at the product, what's the next thing you look <laughs> at? You look at price, right? Right, yeah. You yeah, think they would have put up custom player shirts, just right. $39.99? No. So now people have to bug the lady trying to get take the payment Write the order form, get the T-shirt ready for the the screen print lady. No, so I was standing there waiting for Susan, and I must have been asked five times, "Hey, how much are those T-shirts?" I'm like, "Jesus, Christmas, man!" Oh man, I you're mean, right. And I no design price. stuff for a living, and you know, I was like, "What is wrong with them, man? This is a this is a this is the NHL, man. This is a a pro league." It was well, really no, it's not. It was really hard to believe. Yeah, I'll show. Yeah, Susan just heard me. She's she's oh, got the t-shirt. Here's, like. here's the Foxy shirt. You could not buy this shirt in the store. That's it. Uh, so here's the East. So they had that. that. Look at that press job, though. Oh yeah. Oh, it's 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 great. But oh. you waited 45 minutes and you paid probably 10 bucks more than you should have. Don't <laughs> wash it twice. Foxy's yeah. But yeah, I mean, oh, it looks pretty nifty. I I gotta say that. Yeah. 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 So um, the All Star the All Star jerseys, real quick. Um, you know, not my type of colors. Um, I know what they were doing. They patterned them after the 94 All-Star sweaters. And uh, that's cool because it's, you know, it's the reverse retro year. Um, you know, to be honest with you, uh, both teams wore black socks, which made it even harder to decipher sometimes, even in the arena, who was on who. It was it was distracting. I didn't watch one part of that game. Yeah. I, I wasn't, Good, wasn't you, you some kind of three-on-three three tournament. Yeah, yeah. Well, the fight that could have happened. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, game. Come on. I Why we got to bastardize the game even more? Yeah. I, I just, you, can't, you, can't tell, you can't tell which team is which. It was like, very difficult the, this year. Yeah, it was. You know, and, and the, 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 They don't even try to play defense at all. The only time they start kicking in defense is about three minutes to go. And if they're either up a goal or two or down a goal or two, uh, I watched some of these guys. 
play less defense than my own league uh, out there. It was it was like this is like just silliness. It's like a video game in a way, right? So, but all in all, it was a fun weekend. Yeah, yeah. You get you, you know you town town you you usually don't get to go to many of them. Uh, right, you make your own I mean, fun at these things. I mean, this is and you, know, you got the hobnob with a bunch of with a lot of people. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, every city gets it maybe every twenty years. Some cities haven't gotten. I was I was looking back. I'm like, when was the last? Well, the Garden hasn't had it since '94. The Islanders haven't had one. The Devils haven't had one since like '83 or '82, whatever. Um, yeah, so keep giving it to Vegas and Montreal and you know all that shit. Yeah, well, Toronto next year. I'm sure that. I don't think it's going to be 83 degrees at the All-Star game next year. No, definitely not. <laughs> well, hopefully it's better. I mean, I only watch the skills. But uh, I got to say, from what you've told me on the ground live and what I saw on TV, yeah, I give it a big fat yeah. F. Yeah. I mean, it <laughs> was terrible. Terrible, was. terrible, terrible. Uh, I tell you, the most entertaining thing was everybody, you know, what they, what the fans were wearing, you know, at the game, you know, all the, all their own jerseys and their own, own team jerseys and classic jerseys. It was cool. You know, and then I got to see everybody's retro jerseys in the uh, skills. Right. And uh, I don't know what's going on with that Edmonton Oil retro jersey. Uh, I don't yeah. know what it is. It's not good. That's looking. the one that was designed. Uh, they wore in the uh, by a blind person the late nineties. But Todd uh, McFarlane designed it. Oh God! Yeah, well, time it. Stick with comics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's well, the regular Joe, recap for you. Great report, Joe. Thank you. Great sir. report. Thank you for checking in, my friend. And maybe maybe. How many days until vacation? Uh, about uh, too many. One hundred and sixty-five. Well, we're going to see at the viewing party. Yeah, we'll be here. In, we'll be up there in a few weeks. Yeah, can't wait to All see right. it. Sounds good. Yeah, it'll be Looking fun. We'll see you there. All right, boys. All right, take care, take Joe. Care, my friend. All right, have a good one. You too. Bye. Ciao. Good yeah. report. Solid good report. He was on the scene. He's on the scene. He gave us the, the details. I, I needed to know some certain stuff, and he gave he filled my cup with the information I needed. Yeah, he he called me uh, either. I think he called me Saturday morning, and he's telling me all this, and I kept forgetting to tell him I to come on the show, and then I messaged about like six o'clock i'm like you gotta come on tonight and tell us all this if you can yeah so. <laughs> now, yeah like jen said it's like the nhl store uh, a mile away from the garden they don't do Hinton. anything right <laughs> they don't they don't i i say it i i've said it once i'll say it a thousand times till the day i die no other league is run like this league none none of them it's, everything is haphazard we'll figure it out no heat for these poor souls who had to be in the tent, the merch tent, which was four blocks away where from all the people were. I mean, this is stupid. Who put they must they must have the worst consulting group in the world. Yeah, I, I don't know. If they have one. I don't know who runs you know this whole event. If it's done, you know, is there a separate is there an outside firm that they hire I don't that comes know. in and puts Puts this whole thing together, but it's just no you know, other nobody really like cares this. about it. So I guess it never gets investigated how bad it's run. But uh, but for they, the poor fans you know, go out there, and they got right. a lady with a hand press 
doing the, the jersey. I, like I said, I wanted a Fox jersey or a Panera What'd you jersey. Say? It's like a flea market out there. Yeah, it's like the Punjabi Bazaar over there. You don't know what's going on. You know, I mean, uh, this is ramshackled. Uh, the Punjabi the Punjabi Bazaar. You don't know. It's like some kind of bazaar in the Middle East or something. Or in India. Uh, so, uh, anyway. So, going back to my Will Cooley. <laughs> I'm rooting for Will. But I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of propaganda being thrown away by Joe and Jim. Uh, not Jim. Joe and Sam. Sorry. I apologize. What uh, I do. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. That, uh, that, you know. And I was so glad to see Laffy Taffy get that goal. Oh, boy. Finally, I I had thoughts of La- Lafreniere. I had this thought, you know, because, I mean, his stock is dropping by the second. I mean, with collectors and people uh, thinking that he's a bust and, you know, whatever. Ranger fans, not so much. Ranger fans are hanging tight. They're hanging, they're hanging with him. We got no choice. So I said to myself, I said, you know, if this kid could come up with well, well, how many games we got left? 30 or something? 32, I believe. 32 games left. He puts together a good 32 and a good playoff. Then I'm, you know, I think everybody right back on track with him. You know, right. and I was so glad to see him get a big go. I really was. This this clown, he's got to keep keep this line together. Keep that line together this clown? and just let them play. Yes. Gerard Gallant? Yes. Keep that line together. That is your number two line. Just let them play. Leave them alone. Stop tinkering. Stop screwing with their minutes. Stop moving them around. Just let them play together. They are at their best when the three of them are together. For whatever reason, the three of them together bring out the best in each other. Just leave them alone. But he's got to, he's got to, he's got to, it's like, you know, he's, he's working a chessboard. He's constantly got to be moving his pieces. Just leave it alone. But here's the deal, though. You got a number one pick overall that only could play with two other guys on the whole freaking team. No, you got a number two saying, pick that only could play with overall that can only play with Filipino. No, but I'm saying for now it works. Leave it alone. Don't. We got 32 games left. We're, we're you know we're in a precarious situation. Nothing's guaranteed. You know, leave it alone. All right. Leave I, it. I mean, at times, how many games? Over the last, I don't know how many, <clears throat> I don't know how many games they've been back together. Maybe ten. I, I don't know. I want to guess between five and ten games. How many games have they been our best line? Most of them. I mean, last night that line had, I think, they had four points. I mean, just leave it alone. It works. And they were a great matchup. They were a great matchup against the other teams' third lines. They obviously are dominating against those matchups for the most part. And you know what's crazy about Filipino? I'll say this much about Filipino. Filipino is fast, and they clocked him last night at 22 miles an hour. But he does not look that fast. 
Right, yes. He's moving a lot fast. Like, to me, it never looks like he's moving that fast down the ice, but he is. Yeah, he's got when a little he gets bit of a step on speed. a guy. He yeah. he's really he really gets he really gets going. You know, it seems like he just puts on a, he's got another gear. Right. And when they he's said last night he was skating twenty two miles an hour, I'm like, that's pretty fucking fast. Yeah, it doesn't look like he's going to blow by you, but if he's even with you, he gets that advantage. Right. Then he turns like you said, he has like an extra gear. Yeah. And now everybody's worried about signing him and how much he's going to cost. I mean, can't we just enjoy the goddamn production for Christ's sake? Right. I, 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 I can't worry about things. I, you know, I can't well, control just, this and who we're going to get right. rid of. I mean, I, right. I, I'm too busy. I'm too busy coaching the team. You know, I, I think the lines, you know, uh, I thought that game predominantly was, it was kind of sloppy. I thought it was. I thought there were a lot. I saw Adam Fox actually turn the puck over on force twice in that yes. game, and I was like, "What? Why?" They were sloppy in that. They were sloppy a couple of times in their own end. And yeah, they looked um, like a team that had been off for ten days. Quite frankly, right? At least defensively. And they were talking in the broadcast about how confident the Rangers were coming out of this break. What I understand that in reality they have a pretty good winning streak going on ever since the Jacob or the game after Jacob Truba threw his helmet. Um, But I think as Ranger fans, I'm not, uh, I mean, I don't know how you feel. I still got a lot of bitter taste in my mouth for some losses that shouldn't have happened that happened that I, uh, I'm not that super confident that where, where we are, where we should be. Uh, you know, I'm I'm the same. You know, same way. Six two and two in their last ten. Not a whole lot to complain about. The wins are there, but yeah, again, I and I think I I said this as well. You know, the the ones that they've let get away against bad teams, right now, are the difference between them being in third place and first place. You know, you you take the 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 Columbus game, the Devils game that they blew, the Toronto game that they blew. I mean. The uh, Chicago game that they didn't show up for. Uh, did I say the Columbus game that they lost? I mean, they never should have lost that game. They got blown out by Columbus. The Detroit game that they blew. That's a 10 12, you know, that's 10 12 points. Yeah. And that's the difference between them and Carolina right now. Really? That's 12 points. Yeah, right there. Right there. Sure. Uh, I mean, I understand a- you're not going to win them all and you're going to have some clunkers, but, you know. Well, the Sean end of the year, when you look up. at why you're in third place or why you're you know scrambling for a wild card in the last week of the season, then you that's why. And you're going to turn to that. I mean, uh, Sean's bringing up the uh, the too many men on the ice penalty in which uh, uh, the great Will Cooley and uh, Artemi Panarin may have uh, hopped on the ice too soon and uh, was sent directly to the penalty box by Turk. Right. Uh, to serve the penalty, Gawant, Gallant, uh, uh, Elma Fudd, Uncle Festa, whatever you want to call him. What do you think about that? What was your take on that? Well, I mean, okay, yeah, he he kind of singled him out and said, you know, you go serve the penalty. But he was right, right when the penalty was over. He was back out for his next shift, so it's not right. Like, other than the penalty, it's not like he served a penance for it. You know what I mean? Why do you keep staring at me? <laughs> 
Cooley Hive. There's a reference. Cooley Hive. Wow. Which, what TV show was based on Cooley Hive? What's happening? Yes, very good. What's happening? What's happening in Hartford? (laughs) What's harpooning? Yes. Um, so, uh, now, uh, Sean saying Panera didn't play again until the power play. I don't, no, I, I, I'm pretty sure. Cause I even, I noticed him. I could have swore he was right out like for his next shift after the penalty. I don't Maybe know. I'm wrong. I, I, I mean, I don't usually disagree with Sean. Yes. Well, he's watching any kind of controversy between a, a player and a coach. Uh, hey, James, welcome to the broadcast. We're on Twitch, by the way, as well as YouTube. And uh, what's up, Jamie? We're on MySpace. Oh, Jamie, I'm sorry, I don't have my glasses. That's, well, it's it, it says James, but he goes by Jamie. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, I think it was it was a sloppy game, but. The Truba hits. Oh, my God. Oh, the joy that it brought me was just unbelievable. You know, it even brought me, and, you know, you'll see in my the open practice video as we go through the players, my comment wasn't that nice about Jacob Truba at that point. But now, with these All hits, right, Sean's, I, Sean says he's mon- he was monitoring it. Fourth line, cockle line, Truba draws the power play, maybe. F- okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. right there, okay. Mr. Elitist so, author. The elitist author has spoken. We should have taken his word just <laughs> right. on that. The James Mitchner of hockey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I lost my train of thought. What was it talking about? I'm uh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, no. I, it, it just, the, oh, the whole trooper thing. It really got me excited. And to have our captain do that kind of stuff, harkens me back to the time when Barry Beck was the Rangers captain. A guy that would do anything for a teammate, and including illegal things. He would jump the boards when there was a fight, like he did against Paul Baxter, uh, punch Rick (coughs) Chartraw with a sucker punch in the face, which we all thought was great. We didn't really think of it as a sucker punch being Ranger fans. He's like, boy, did he hit him? Did you see that shot? Right. Uh, just, it's good to see the captain and, and the Rangers to pull out a victory with that kind of enthusiasms. Know what I'm saying? This, this shows we can't be pushed around. You didn't have to go get Ryan Reeves to fight Tom Wilson. You didn't have to go out and get all these Which never jerks. happened. What? <laughs> Which never happened. Which never happened. All you got to have is Jacob Truba light up some guys, you know, twice a month, three times a month, and everybody's going to have their heads up because Kadri got caught looking down. That's the bottom line. He knows it. Uh, I know it, and and George Bush knows it. We all know it. Bob Dole knows it. Bob Dole knows it. That's right. (laughs) And... That's the kind of leadership you need. I mean, I would like to see more points out of Jacob, but if he can do that for a team as, you know, especially at home, that garden crowd was going nuts. You know, 
And uh, and who else is doing that in the league? I'm not aware of any other player that's doing this kind of stuff. Clean checks. Not dirty. This ain't Matt Cook we're talking about. Nobody. When is me? How long has Milan Lucic been in the league? I mean, oh, I think. Long time. Came, I mean, he came in with Mike Rogers, I think. <laughs> Mike Rogers. I mean, he's just hanging out in Alberta. Can't get him out of there. Uh, listen, I like Truba, but, you know, we, we need a little more from him. I mean, we'll see it. This is more of a deterrent of taking liberties with players than anything because you're not going to think about taking liberties if there's a guy out there and, you know, who can just freaking knock your block off legally and you get power plays from it. That's right. the best thing. Absolutely. I mean, you you know, you hit a guy and then you get in the power play, uh, power play after it. And then there's some stupid idiots got to, you know, fight because you hit my guy. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. My allergies are active. Thank you, sir. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so, okay. So what else did you glean or glean? Yeah. Glean from this game. That, that's what really about Sammy play? Are we all back on the Sammy Blase uh, train now that he got into a uh, hit and made a nice hit. So he does. Maybe, maybe him and maybe him and Cooley and, and, uh, Jake in, in decision. Maybe they work. Maybe they Work out. I mean, look, you know, we're going on, we're going on 25, 30 years without a fourth line we can rely on. Maybe this is the one that sticks. Well, your favorite Brian Boyle, didn't he? He was on a good fall. He played with Dominic Moore and uh, Derek Dan Tarsillo. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I, I guess think, it was I don't Tarsillo. know if that was. Yeah, that fourth line wasn't bad. They couldn't score. No, I get about that. What becomes that? That was that famous song. What becomes of Julian Gauthier and Vitaly Kravtsov. This coach doesn't like Kravtsov. I what saw Sean try to bait me with that. What would have Kravtsov done on that fourth line uh, uh, exchange of physicality? I don't know. You might have chipped in a goal, uh, you know, before that happened. But I'm not. I'm the listen. The coach doesn't like him. I've seen enough. It's not happening here. I'm not. I, I, so if he goes at the trading deadline, fine. No uh, I value. I don't think he has any value at this point. No value. The Rangers have completely ruined his value. He can't even, I mean, he's doing wonders for his confidence. <laughs> right. So. To, to to know that he can't, he can't get ice time because and Sammy Blake, you know. Sammy Blake. Well, Sammy Blake's French-Canadian. That's why it shocks me that Julian Gauthier isn't playing. Because, uh, you know, uh, you know, he's, I think, you know, the jury's in on Gauthier. We, I mean, we've been saying this for years. He's a great skater. He's got that height, Joe, but he can't finish. So I am not, uh, I think those guys are gone. A lot of people are now in the conjecturing uh, mode and saying, what do the Rangers need? What do we need? Well, we need a 
I don't know. What what would the smiling Chris Jury be looking for at the deadline? I heard today they want to get Tyler Mott back. Really? A lot of fans have, have, uh, really? have said that they want Tyler Mott. I like Tyler, Tyler Mott, Mott is irreplaceable. As, we have to I, get Tyler Mott. I like Tyler Mott as much as anybody, but I don't know if we have to have a reunion. Again, why uh, Ranger fans are obsessed with reunion stories. <laughs> they All always right. want to go back. They always want to go back. They never want to let go of their loves. You can't have your, you can't go back in time. It was literally years before this franchise, before this fan base got over uh, Paul Mara <laughs> being oh, gone. Paul Mara, oh my God, what a beard. <laughs> we need Paul Mara. Paul Mara. Just a reminder, the, the, the viewing party is four weeks from Saturday, Eddie. March eleventh, here it comes. McHale's coming at us rapidly. Yes, Rangers taking on the Buffalo Sabers. Five p.m. game Saturday, March eleventh. McHale's Eighth Avenue and Fifty First Street. It's going to be a going to be a blast. We're going to have a good time. I believe it is our first viewing party against the Sabers, and we are going to give away. Somebody is going home with an authentic Adam Fox jersey. It's going to be a lot of fun. Is it going to be a lady pressing it. his name on the back of the jersey? <laughs> yes. Yes. We have, a, we, we have a little lady working in a sweatshop in the back. She'll be pressing <laughs> From the Punjabi Bazaar? <laughs> it'll either be a, uh, you know, it'll be either be Adam Fox or I guess Jeff Bookaboom because all we got was the numbers. I see uh, Ricky O uh, through Sean McCaff is talking Tyler Janot. Yes, who we talked about last week. That was a guy that Larry Brooks had mentioned. Um, we, uh, I've heard. Uh, can we? Bucevich would be a good fit for this team. Uh, Euro trash. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> what about? Uh, well, I don't know. Really, uh, I I don't want Patrick Kane. Just can we just stop with that? I, I just. And then I noticed after we talked about Tarasenko, he wound up in somebody's uh, byline in their article. Uh, Rangers should go after him. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, you, you, you've got to block out Chris Jury as a Ranger for your own uh, for your own sanity. I don't know. Everybody's what, what, everybody's talking about Tyler Janot. Is that the thing? I don't think there's guys out there. Uh, what? I, I I agree with Peter J. Fox. He says I really don't like anybody out there. Uh, <laughs> that, that, I don't think any good fits are out there. Tyler Janot could be a good fit because he's young. How much guy does that, that guy make? A little bit. Can we sign um, him? Uh, is there any? Uh... I think he's a free agent after this season. Well, uh, isn't uh, Sammy Blaze contract up after the season? Janot is 25. Oh, I like that age. He is hell of a dancer. <laughs> uh, his salary is $850,000. That we can, we can scrape that up. Yeah, but he's due for a raise. This is coming. What's his What's his totals this year? Do you know? 
I'm sorry I'm asking you all these questions. I could just look it up myself. He's uh, five goals, eight assists, 13 points in 48 games. Last year, he scored 24 goals. I was going to say, last year, he was uh, he was hot to trot. Maybe yes. he needs to change the scenery. Right. And in a contract year, he's doing that badly? Uh, and I believe he will be an RFA. An RFA. Hmm. Well, we'll see. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see a blitzkrieg of assets come to the Rangers. Frankly, I just don't think they have in the cap room, and they don't have a lot of uh, – I mean, Jim thinks Zach Jones is gone. I think you keep Zach Jones. You let him marinate again. Uh, you know, injuries do happen. What are you shaking your head for? It's gone. As good as gone. You want to bet? Well, you want to bet. Matt Robertson. Matt Robertson will be the. Oh, Matt be the, Robertson. Get out of here. He will be the call up. I'm telling you. There are people around the league that have, that have said they don't understand why Robertson's not already in the NHL. All right. Okay. He, he's, he's the next poor man's Ryan McDonough. No, he's the next Neil Peon. That's how that's how I view it. Hey, I'll go, I'll take, I'll take another Neil Pionk. That's what I'm what saying. I think Neil Pionk is good. <laughs> I mean, we used to call him Neil Steonk. He <laughs> was he was a Ranger, simply but because it fit. Yeah, uh, but he did score that wonderful goal, didn't he? Was do a Spinorama goal as a Ranger? I think yes. Neil Pionk. Uh, but I view him as like a Neil Pionk type. He's not a big guy, but no, uh, you Robinson know, is a very big guy. I'm not talking about Matt Robertson. I have no. Oh, you're talking about Zach. You're talking about Zach Jones. Yes, same type oh, of forget play. Him. You might as well talk about him in the past tense. Ah, uh, you the, the, don't. Come on, don't agitate me. I know what Zach. You're Zach Jones is like. What is he? Five seven? No, we not. get out of here. That is ridiculous. <laughs> now I'm just. I'm not listening. Just, <laughs> I still love you, Zach. Now even he's if you're gone at the deadline, I'll follow. One hundred and twenty-eight pounds. No, that was Niels Lundqvist. who's not having a bad year this year with Dallas. If you look at him, he's got like four goals, ten assists. I think oh, his plus Joe. minus is pretty bad. Oh, Joe. <laughs> Nils Lundqvist, let's see. Let me check out, check this out. Let me see what he knows. He's uh, five goals, ten, ten assists. He's a minus six, Joe. Yeah, but he's, he's just... skating. He keeps his feet moving, Sam. That's right. Bring back Lee Stepniak. People oh, the all-time my... greats. Well, he got two goals. I, I always say this. He got two <laughs> goals, and then he got traded for the Rangers. I like Lee Stepniak, just for the record. <laughs> all right, that can I change? He know? What does Gallant is... know? He doesn't even know his name. <laughs> all right, go ahead. I want to change, change, change topics, if I can. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. This is this is still it's still hockey related. It's still Ranger related. So Jen and I went out to went out to dinner the other day on Saturday, and the NHL Network was running. They were running a special, and it was the hundred the one hundred greatest calls of all time, like radio or TV calls of hockey action. Not the 100 greatest moments, but the greatest calls. Okay. So 
you let me I'll I'll just I'll I'll spoil part of the surprise and say that three of them that are in the top 10 were ranger related. Okay? And it's not going to be hard for you to figure out what the three are. But if if you had to put knowing that okay, well, I'll tell you, one of them is Messier's hat trick against the Devils in game 6 in 94. Is one that- of them is one of them is Mateau. Howie Roses? Yes. And one of them is this one will last a lifetime. This will last a lunchtime? This one yes. Last lunchtime? Top all right, top hundred, top fifty. What the fuck difference does it make, Cutter? Gee, it doesn't matter. That does it is not germane to my story. What a fucking pain in the I gotta nickname him actually. Because everything you say is oh, actually. It's not. It's the top fifty. Not That's the top part 50. of his autism. It's not a part of his real stuff. He's got to be accurate, right? Anywho, in those terms, the Messier hat trick goal, which is Gary Thorne's. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? He said we will win Game Six, right? Then we right. all know the Mato call, and we all know the the uh, the waiting is over. Where would you rank those? If you had to rank those three, which one would you put first? Which one would you put second? And which one would you put third? Well, this will last a lifetime by Sam Rosen. Doesn't even make my top three. He blew the call early. He, he, he uh, no, I, I don't like that call. I, okay. I, I, I as but to answer your question, right? Because uh, it's on the list, <laughs> so you have to the answer list. the question. <laughs> I am going to say I probably would uh, go with the Mato Mato by Howie Rosen. Okay. Now, see, that's what I would have thought. That was number. That was actually number four. Messier was number six, and this one will last a lifetime. Was the number one call on this? That's list. horrible. Well, here's here's here this because Jen and I had we had a very long discussion about this about it. Here's my thing about about the Sam Rosen call. It's a it's a great call. We all know it. But there was nothing there was nothing terribly special about it other than the moment. Whereas I feel like Howie Rose's call was iconic and stream of consciousness. You know what I mean? Like I feel like anybody could have said the waiting is over. The Rangers are the Stanley Cup champions. This one will last a lifetime. I don't feel like there's anything unique about that. But Howie Rose yelling, Mato, 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 right. Stefan Mato, and the Rangers have one more hill to climb, baby, and it's Mount Vancouver. Like, that's just, to me, that's that's better than anything. You I know, mean, that's for, like, all we know, for all we know, Sam you know, may have written that one down, that yeah. that's what he was going to say, just in case. But you're right. The spontaneous... Uh, combustion of how he rose was all emotion and and just stream of consciousness right and i just i i just don't you know like yeah i just feel like anybody could have said that sam rosen call and that's not to take anything away from sam from sam or the call but i didn't feel like there was anything unique about it and the gary thorne messier call when he started, he just, as the puck's rolling down ice towards the empty net, he's yelling, do you believe it? I mean, it was like, there was something about it. Like, uh, 
what, like I, I forget now. It was one of the World Series games, I think. And, you know, somebody hit a home run. It might have been, I don't even remember who it was now. And Joe Buck just yells, and we'll see you Thursday night or something like that. It's just like, an, you know, I just felt like the Sam one, anybody could have said that. You know what I mean? It just doesn't feel as unique. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. So I would have ranked them, you know, if I had to, being that they were all in the top 10, I really would have put probably Sam Rosen six. Messier, the Gary Thorne Messier call third, and then uh, the the Mateau call would have been first. And I, I see. Okay, here was the other thing: the Bobby Orr goal that we've all seen the picture of right. a thousand times, him flying through there. That's one of the. That's one of the. That was. I think that might have been number two. And really, all that is is the guy, the the announcer. Calling the goal. There was nothing special about the call itself. Right. I just think a, that I think that one was up there because of when it took place, because of the the, the picture. The impact of, of that, that was <coughs> and or being in midair. You know, I just had every there were some other really good pond. calls on this list, though. Like like Ray Bork winning the Stanley Cup. There was a there was a really good was that I, Thorn. Iconic. I don't like that one. Thorn, I like Thorn, but Everything can't be exciting. He, he tends to get a little, a little crazy. Like he does baseball now, right? Orioles? Um, I think so, yeah. Uh, not sure. I believe it was NHL only. It was not I, – I didn't – it was on NHL Network, like I said. I think it was only NHL calls. And there were some – There, were, uh, I'm trying to think. There were probably a couple from the – 60s and there might have been one we watched almost the whole thing there might have been like one or two from the 50s and then the 60s and, and then most everything else was from like 72 forward uh you know the 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 you know bobby Orr and, and then the flyers went in the cup that was one the islanders went in the for their first cup was another one um uh there were there, there i mean there were some really good ones on there Lemieux Dan scoring, Demer. I think, when he came back from uh, cancer. I think that was one of the calls. What about uh, Dan Demers? What about the uh, him when Sam didn't know that three-on-three three was happening in overtime? Am I missing something here, Joe? <laughs> yeah, they play three-on-three, three, you moron, in overtime. <laughs> Foster Ewood, very good announcer. There's got to be some Dan Kelly in there, some of the old uh, greats. Did I don't I know, man. Here, <laughs> what was that? Did I miss something here, Joe? <laughs> Did you hear it? Yeah. Sounds like he's drunk. Uh, yeah, that's one that's of those files. That, yeah, I don't it, know it, why. Did I miss something here, Joe? Yeah, that's a... I have <laughs> to... better as he's drunk. Sam <laughs> does it? Does yeah. it miss, he, I miss something here, Joe? I'll have to see if... Uh, I'll have to see if NH... If, the NHL network put this uh put that list somewhere and I'll post it in the group. Good so pickup, Frankie. I don't even know I'm doing it. He just mentions what? the islanders in the cup. I may I made some kind of face. Oh, did you? Yeah, it wounds me. <laughs> yeah. Still hurts. Yeah, it still hurts after all these years. Uh, so so it was fun to watch that. It was fun to watch that show though. Oh, that's the, cool. The they had it on at the bar. 
They had it on at <laughs> yeah. the bar or the restaurant? Yeah, the, the bar we go to, they had it on. And then we asked the girl to find the All-Star game, and she couldn't find it at first. Oh, of course. <laughs> and they didn't have the right channel programmed into their TV uh, yeah, system. Of or course. And then, if, and then the All-Star game's on, and we're watching the list anyway. So, Yeah. That was more. That was more exciting. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. Yeah, they're harking. The guys are talking in the chat room. Guys and gals, they're talking about. There was a time when ESPN and ESPN two were hockey heaven. I mean, you could watch back to back games all night with good announcers, good hosts. The NHL Tonight used to have a show. Barry Melrose and was it Pito or was it the other guy? Uh, the other guy who he does the 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 ESPN Plus stuff, whatever that guy's name is. Uh, the guy with Chelios and Messier, who's that guy's name? Steve Levy. Steve Levy. He used to host it. It was great. It it was it was it was something to behold. Now. 30 years later, it's complete trash. Everything. Oh, Pito did it then. John Butch Butchergrass. Uh, he, he wasn't on point either at that All-Star game. So By the, the way, that... I, found the, I found the YouTube video of all the calls, and it's 45 minutes long. I will post it in the group. And Save by Richter was number 47. On the Bure penalty shot? Yes, sir. See, look at you. See, you knew what I was talking about. All I had to say was saved by Richter. You see that, folks? This is why I have been with this man for 13 years. We are simpatico. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. uh, oh, you know what pissed me off? One of them, one of the top ten ones. I think it was in the top ten. Was fucking Drury scoring on the Rangers? No, oh, that pissed me off. Oh, I was I was ready to throw something at the ball. Oh, I was like, oh fuck this. <laughs> I think the one, going back to the Richter, Richter save. I don't think there yes. was anybody in that building in Vancouver that thought that Mike Richter was going to stop him. And I really also think. I didn't think Mike Richter was going to stop him because Bure was in the previous playoff series. I had a, I mean, he was an out of this world player, but that's why uh, you know Mike Richter may not make the Hall of Fame, but uh, uh, he came up in a big spot there. And some of those games uh, against the Devils, he was like unbelievable. But. Uh, so that's the story, Morning Glory. I don't have much left. The old hockey noggin. Tom Mees drowned. Poor guy. Yeah, he I drowned. Know he did the same thing in the All-Star game, but that's not, the All-Star game is not going to be an iconic call. Come on. Yeah. All-Star game. <laughs> he made a save on Bure in, in what, a 9 8 game? <laughs> yeah. Tom Mees, I used to call Egghead back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> like an egg shaped head. But uh, drowned. Yeah, he's trying, trying to save, I think, his kid or somebody, or a kid or a child or something. I don't know if I'm making that up or I I don't know what I'm doing. But um, anyway, God bless you all for joining us here on Twitch and MySpace. And, yes. Uh, 
And Technicolor, full Technicolor. As as this program, hosted by a combined 105 years of men, continues to be the worldwide leader in New York Rangers talk, dragging podcasting into the 22nd century. Yes, and I think in 13 or 14 years, how long have we been doing this? I've yawned once. <laughs> Coming up on 14. Yeah, 14. I have never eaten during the broadcast, which for me is quite a I have. I have. What have you eaten? I don't remember. Oh, you know, back when we were doing. You come right from was, work? When I was in Arizona. Uh-huh. And we would do the show at 8 o'clock at night. But for me, it would be 5 or 6. Yeah, there'd be times there'd be times where I'd be off my, you know, gobbling down a slice oh, of pizza okay. or, or or something, shoveling in, you know, pasta and meatballs or something, whatever. <laughs> oh, Dan said he got the message about the show on his Juno email. That's excellent. Wow. Mind Spring. We we paid good money to advertise on mods Mindspring. Uh, Netscape was the other one. <laughs> Yes. Never. Ah, the good old days. The next. I haven't good. eaten a Subway sandwich in 15 years. He hates Subway. It's the and worst. I am. Uh, I'm souring on Subway. But it's it's just the price point is just ridiculous. You ever go to Chipotle? Who doesn't go to Chipotle? Have you ever been there? All right. Went there last week. Never been. Okay. Avery wanted to go. Okay. So Avery Avery goes up. She orders her food. She gets it. She pays for her food. She goes. She she waits while they make it. Jen and I go up. We order food. All I ordered, Jen orders like a taco, with a taco with meat and all this stuff in it. And I just ordered this bowl with chicken and rice in it. Right. Yeah. That's what I get the bowl. Two drinks. And the girl says that'll be thirty seven dollars. I said what? I said <laughs> did you say? I said did you say twenty seven dollars? She goes no thirty seven. I said thirty seven dollars. We didn't have any alcohol. Right. Everything's ten bucks. It was uh, like it was it was free it was refills 18, though. It was eighteen dollars for whatever Jen ordered. It was some kind of steak bowl or something. And then yeah, the I, I like it. Were, and then I see Matt's talking about Moe's. I like Moe's. You got good. Moe's. We have Moe's. I've never been to Moe's either. I used to like Baja Fresh. They went out of business. Ah. Baja what? Fresh had a great burrito. I don't know what they used to season their chicken with, but it was amazing. Oh, you with the Jersey Mike's. Take out a second mortgage and go to that place. Jersey Mike's is good, but overpriced. You coast. I thought you you were kind of tight. You now you got Mr. Jersey Mike's. You must be making big bucks at that new right. game. Right. The game big is signed up. Uh, I got to try a fat boy burrito. Don't you think uh, that's a little like uh, humiliating for me to say that out loud? I'm sorry about saying that. Oh, you have Jersey Mike's in Kitchener. Wow. They really are. Oh, they? wow, they're they're everywhere now. Wow. All right, guys. I gotta go. I smell Cue the soup. music. Cue the music. Who are the Rangers playing All right. next quickly? What's that? Uh who who's next on the schedule for the Rangers? Vancouver. The hapless Canucks. Who came back against the Devils last night and won in overtime. Yes, but still hapless. Still hapless. Canucks, Seattle's Friday, and then down to Carolina they go Saturday night. Lots of back-to-back games the rest of the season. Got my tickets for uh, March 23rd, I believe. Nice. 
But Rangers, Carolina, in, in Carolina. Yes. What? I said we are officially in the grind. Yes. And I love it. Absolutely. All right. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks for being here. Check us out on uh, on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. And uh, we love you guys. Eddie, always a pleasure. Always a Good pleasure. Good night, everybody. Good night.